Well, 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 hello. Welcome to the Dork's Deduction. Uh, I am the Right Honourable Chris Bridge. Hello. And right here we have Lord Matt. How are you doing, sir? I'm fine this fine sunny afternoon. Tremendous, tremendous, tremendous. Marvellous. I'm going to stop speaking like this now because <laughs> I don't actually know enough banter <laughs> yeah. uh, from a cheerful old England. So, hello again. Yeah, yeah. How are you been, Matt? I've, I've been fine. I, I was lying when I said it was a sunny afternoon. It, it's bloody grey. It's a bit dingy. Here. Yeah, the same here, so... Because I'm in the same room, so... Yep, yeah, yep, it's, yeah. it's quite dingy, quite dingy, quite wet. Yeah, the window we're uh, both looking out of. Mm, it's, uh, it's slightly open, but always ajar, you know. Yeah. Quite a, quite a depressing day, really, but uh, hey, no worries. But we've come okay. to make our listeners' day a bit more brighter. Dr- a bit, dr- bit drier. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we're gonna, don't worry, guys, you know, right now you're soaking in a puddle... But we're here to make things a little bit drier. Yeah, we're going to be the towel gonna, that wraps around you. Yeah. Oh, if you want a bit of uh, water, though, we'll, we'll make some uh, luscious sounds with our voices to really get those buds going. I don't know. <laughs> fuck. I don't, I don't know what I'm talking about, <laughs> to be honest. But uh, enjoy is what I'm trying. Yeah, it's the crocs. We, we shall of... lubricate you. That's what we <laughs> <do>. <laughs> That's, I, I, I couldn't have said it better, actually. Yeah. Not too bad day, actually, to be honest. And uh, other than that, I'm just super tired. I actually went to see a, a secret screening last night of a new film. Yeah. Um, yeah so the Odin does this thing where you see a film that you don't know what it's going to be. For five quid, it's cheap. And um, mm. we saw this film called Me and Earl and the Dying Girl. Um, wow. it's, it's quite. It was actually a really good film, but it's it's very hipster, hipster. very very hipster. Yes. So Annie might like uh, that then. <laughs> oh yeah. Well, I'm not. I'm not saying it'll Annie turn you off. Is it kind of thing? <laughs> oh yes, of course. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, think, but, um, I, I wouldn't mind it maybe because I, I didn't no, mind no, no, Portlandia. No, no um, it's it's very hipster characters, but don't let that put you off because the characters are quite warm-hearted. Especially this character called Earl is one of the most yeah. realistic characters there is. Um, but it's a very heartwarming film, and you do get into it if you give it a chance. I think it's going to be quite a big hit when it does come out, but not super big. I mean, it's coming out at the wrong time for that anyway. It's a more thought-provoking film. It's all about these characters and how they interact with each other. Without spoiling too much, it's basically about the girl who's got cancer, and she's in high school and she's dying. But it's all about the other two. They're the main characters and their relationship with this girl. Who, uh, you know, he's kind of forced to make friends of her because his mum says she has to do so. Then they become real friends and it's really nice, yeah. Are there adverts out for this yet? I literally didn't even know about it until... Uh, I know Will said he's heard about it and that's yeah, supposed to be good. I, but... I vaguely remember seeing an advert that looked... You do? A bit like, sounds a bit like that story. Yeah, it's quite an unknown cast as well, I think. But they're very young, and so it's kind of been kept under the radar. Yeah, but it's it's got uh, for all those Walking Dead fans, Shane is a teacher in it, and he's such a great teacher. But other than that, there's very few uh, actors I can actually place. Oh, one notable one though is the the father is played by Nick Offerman, who you might know as Ron Swanson. Oh yeah, off of uh, Parks and Recreation. (laughs) Yeah, he's amazing, really amazing. Other than that, yeah, it's a good film. Check it out if you get a chance, guys. Yeah, Yeah. but other than that, I'm going to try and give that one a watch. I've just been working other than that. Yeah, I tell you what, I did watch last week. Um, Go ahead. I'm not sure if you've heard about it, but it's Last Man on Earth. Last Man on Earth. Oh, I feel I should go on. It's um, Will Forte. I don't know how you Will Forte. But he he used to be on Saturday Night Live. And it's right. got... Did you watch 30 Rock? Uh, no, but I've been meaning to get into that. Um, what's her face called? It's, it's, Tina Fey? No. It's, uh, she played a relatively minor character, actually, in 30 Rock. But, oh, I see. Oh, she's, um, it's Kirsty something. It's American. Kirsty. Um, mm. But basically, what it is, is there's been some kind of thing that's happened that these are the last two people on Earth at the moment, or so mm. you're led to believe. And so it's basically how they get on being... The only two people left alive, or, or as they yeah. believe. So um, it comes to the f- part where they they don't they're completely different. She's a complete uh, clean freak, and he's a bit of a slob. <laughs> and it comes that there's a point where 
they they realise they have to breed if they want to keep the human race going. <laughs> and they're, they're really not keen on that because they, they're not too keen on each other. So yeah. it's kind of, it's quite uneasy. But it's also quite funny because he, he goes to the toilet in the swimming pool. <laughs> That's just that's just the way he does it for some reason, um, and he has all he kind of he has all kinds of weird things that he does. Like he likes playing tennis in his hallway and stuff like that. It's just really odd. Yeah. And she, uh, and at first she doesn't like that whole kind of thing, um, but then she starts shitting into swimming pool as well. <laughs> and what they do is they just they just you know the thing you put on the a cover you put over like swimming pool sometimes. Yeah. Well, what they've done is basically just cut a hole in that, and that's how they go to the toilet. <laughs> and I think this is so weird. And uh, but um, the the episode I watched most recently, they get married. Mm. Um, it's more kind of a marriage of convenience than anything. I don't think yeah. they they've started to get on a bit better, but it still feels like they they hate each other. But what complicates things is that another woman turns up. Because uh, he's po- he's posted signs all over billboards saying where he lives, because just yeah. in case there is anyone else alive, and so she comes to this place and she's really good looking as well, obviously, and it kind of creates a bit of tension because he really likes her, <laughs> yeah. but obviously he's married to this kind of this woman. He I don't want to say ugly because that's harsh, but she's not yeah. as good looking as this woman. She- She's the clean freak, right? Yeah, as well. Yeah. <laughs> she, she's a bit odd as well. And this woman's like, yeah, as you might imagine, like a perfect woman is in a kind of TV series. It's yeah. kind of that kind of generic idea. But he's, he shaves for this woman and everything. He's, he's been, like, been sporting this Jesus beard up until this point. And, um, but then this, the woman he's married to starts telling her how, how he, he shits in the pool. <laughs> and he's there. He's going, no, don't say that. Don't say that. He could have, and he's just she's just spoiling it for him, yeah. and she and he like he dreams. Well, he has nightmares about who he's married to, and it's just it's so weird. It's like in this dream, she's just sitting on the toilet. <laughs> it's just oh, it's, it's really odd. It's Lovely. it's on Dave at the moment. It's kind of yeah. um, it, I think because my my uncle told me about it, and I haven't watched it from the beginning. Yeah. So I, I kind of I think it's something I'd have to watch from the beginning to truly get because it's yeah. it's one of those programs. It's quite quiet. Oh, I see. It, yeah. It's quite there'd be quite a lot of moments of silence in it, which I, I don't mind. But it can be a bit odd when you're watching television sometimes. Like I prefer watching like on DVD or laptop. Because like you hear it better on that. I think I understand. Yeah, uh, yeah, one of those kind of drama programs, but yeah. it's, it's quite quiet. But it sounds quite fun. I mean, like, you think to yourself if you're the last two people on earth, or even three, you wouldn't really give a shit about what the others do because you got enough space and stuff. You know? Yeah. But, yeah. yeah, but it's it, quite funny. it is funny. It's a bit dry at times. Yeah. But it's it's really oh, uh, Kirsten Shaw is the person. Kirsten Shaw. All right. Yeah, I like her, actually. Yeah. She's good in 30 Rock, but I also saw her... She was on the Great Big Fat Quiz. Yeah. Last year, was it, I think? I think it might have been. Oh, no, the they year had... before, because uh, uh, last year was Mel B, wasn't it? <laughs> Which oh, well. that was that was so... <laughs> such a train wreck. Yeah. Well, not, not a train wreck, in a sense. For her, it was, because... She, I don't know. she didn't is come she off well, to, did she? No, she's not used to that type of humour, or, or is she just not funny? Or I, what well, I, I, I get, kind of felt was that she was trying to be funny by being kind of a bit stuck up. Yeah, she just came across as stuck up, rather than yeah, funny. definitely, or, or just with no sense of humour, you know? Yeah. Crikey. But I, yeah. I love the bit when they were just quoting Spice Girls songs at her. She'd get really annoyed. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. I need to watch that again, actually. Yeah. No. <laughs> I, I, but yeah, um, welcome, people. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> well, uh, welcome to the dog seduction. Yeah. Key music. Well, today we had a little uh, discussion about this this girl called Elisa Eliza Lamb. Elisa. Elisa Lamb, right? This uh, this girl who twenty one year old Canadian student who disappeared uh, in a very unconventional manner. Do you want to highlight on that? Yeah. Well, 
face it, she's staying at a hotel in Los Angeles. Is it the Charles Hotel or something like that? Cecil Hotel in downtown Los Angeles, uh, which is interesting in itself in that this hotel, it's had many instances of serial killers staying there, uh, including Richard Ramirez, who is, I can't remember which one he is now. Isn't he, was he the Boston Strangler or something like that? He's one one of those uh, serial killers. And another one called Jack Unterwergen, Wergen, I'm... I've never really heard of him before, but he stayed there. Yeah. And Elizabeth Short, who uh, was a victim of the Dahlia murder. Oh, the famous one, yeah, yes. She, she was known to have stayed there shortly before she died. So there's, like, lots of these different oh, yeah. kind of coincidences. Um, but it's also yeah. been a place for, like, suicides as well. So it, it kind of adds to the mystery really, of this whole thing. But basically, um, she was staying at this hotel. She, uh, she'd been travelling around America, I think. She used social media a lot to tell people about her travels and stuff like that. And yeah. so she was staying in Los Angeles, and uh, she had a like, history of depression and stuff like that. Yeah, but, of course. Uh, she was actually bipolar, so... It, oh, she was, it, was she? It, was, it was more than just, like, usual depression. It was, it was something she couldn't control as mm. much as, like, other people might be able to. But she was reportedly quite happy at this time. So whatever happened to her happened very quickly. But basically how she was found in the water tank of the hotel, but she'd been missing for a week and literally no one... They only looked yeah. because there was a strange taste in the water, wasn't there? Yeah, that, well, they noticed uh, some residents had noticed, like, low water pressure. Bloody hell. Come through a finger. Yeah. Uh, they'd known, obviously, that she was missing. Been a good two weeks at this point. And she, so she was eventually found in the water tank. But um, what makes it more mysterious is this video that was found or was um, recorded on the CCTV, which shows her in an elevator at first and she's trying to press these buttons choose the floors but she's not just like choosing one she's pressing a load but this the elevator at first doesn't seem to be working so she's kind of she goes out of the elevator she starts looking around in a kind of like odd kind of way and she gets back in the elevator for a bit i think Almost as if she's being followed. Yeah. And then she presses some more buttons. It still doesn't seem to be working. And she gets out again. And then she kind of hangs around the elevator for for a little while. And then just seems to wander off. But it's it's a very slow move out. Yeah. Every time she looks out the elevator, it's always a build-up to peeking around the corner. She does it very slowly, then quickly. Like, she's almost expecting someone to just be there. And there must be another person or something involved, because we don't see another person, considering where the camera is. But once she does get out of the elevator at one point, she seems to be having some sort of argument or conversation with someone off screen, doesn't she? I I don't know. I find it hard to tell whether she was or not. Because my problem with this is that while what she's doing is odd, she doesn't, strangely, she doesn't seem that panicked to me. Mm. She seems, yeah. She seems remarkably relaxed, yet slightly unhinged. Slightly, not unhinged is the right word, but you can tell something's not right. It's not, like, obvious, it's not, it's quite... It's not obvious, but there is something in her movements that just, yeah. just suggests either she wasn't right in the head at that point in time, like, or yeah. she... Like, she, she starts, like, it's as if she is talking to someone. I, I don't know if she was, or she's just, you know... I can tell that that's just her hand movements. Yeah. It's it's kind of... But there's some seriously weird... <laughs> some serious juju going on with, like, what's going on in her head? What's, what's happening right here? Yeah. And obviously, if you saw this anywhere else, it would be fine because you just think, <laughs> weird person, but because you know how things yeah. are going to end, it's a bit more of a full stop. It's like, uh, I think I told you earlier, um, when you watch a, vi- a, a film that's set in, say, 1938, and it's, you, no matter how bad the film is for the characters, you know it's 1938, and it's going to get a whole lot worse in Germany, you know? Yeah. Um, and it's going to swallow up, and they don't know about it. Uh, Mordor's right around the corner. And, yeah. Um, it's it's, it's the, kind of like the Titanic. 
you know what's going to happen. You know people are going to you know drown. What's gonna you, you're waiting for it. You're paid for yeah. this now. But, um, yeah, so no matter what happens, the ultimatum is there. And history doesn't lie. So basically, a lot of people believe she was murdered. And because of this video, it seems obvious to some people that there's more than one person there. Mm. And um, that, that's like a reasonable theory in a way, because she's clearly, there's clearly something not right. Mm. Even if, uh, like, you know, I did say before, that it's not, she doesn't seem jumpy or panicky as such, does she? I mean, that's what I got from the video. She doesn't seem jumpy, but then again, only a sane person at that point would probably seem jumpy. Evidence from what she's been doing up until that point where she does leave the elevator and the elevator just starts going on different floors after all those buttons. She wouldn't be jumpy if something was wrong with her in the head at that point. Yeah. Or she was really depressed. I, I had one theory that, that the person it may have been may have been someone she knew, oh. and that it was kind of playing almost a hide-and-seek kind of thing, whether that person existed or whether it was part of her imagination. Because as it's been said, she was uh, bipolar, and she had, she had been taking drugs for this. Mm. Uh, not recreational, the usual drugs. Although there, there are, like, theories that she may have... Mm-hmm. Uh, some people who, like, viewed the video thought she may have uh, taken ec- ecstasy, but right. that's disputed by other people. And it's disputed by, uh, admittedly, a slightly um, dubious, you know, the uh, toxicology tests that they take. Oh, really? So there wasn't any drugs in the system? Yeah, but the um, the toxo- toxicology test has it's been questioned by some people because even the people who, t- who took it they weren't entirely convinced by it because they put down the death as accidental, but equally at one point uh, someone ticked another box before crossing it out. So there's, there's a, um, some people are saying that that's a sign that, that even they weren't sure about it. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Also, it's, it's, it's useful to point out that toxicology tests aren't always... They're not, not necessarily reliable. They can be faked. Well, not just that. They, they, they're not, they don't always come out with the information first time. That's one point. So they're not, they're not completely reliable. It's yeah. a bit more of a 50-50 or something else like that. Yeah. It, it's, <laughs> not, it's not concrete kind of evidence, really. Mm, and there, there's always the theory that they could have been meddled with as well. But uh, this kind of one-person theory, it's kind of, as, as I said, she, she, there's no panic in her. And obviously, this, if there is a person, it's off screen. But as we said, she's not necessarily kind of in the sanest moment at that time, possibly. Definitely not. Definitely not. To me, you'd feel there'd be a bit, even if she was a little bit in a, a different mind, you'd still think she'd be slightly panicky or something like that. Definitely. <laughs> she seems, I, to me, it almost seems like she might have had something like, some kind of sedative almost maybe. kind of calming her or something like that so maybe she was well, maybe she be. was on her like um well the, the, uh, there's the theory that she hadn't taken her drugs or she'd lost them or something like that mm. so i'm not sure about that one but still like wouldn't it, i i don't think even if there were drugs would he explain the whole yeah. Situation of her being in the water tank. I mean, her clothes were off, right? Yeah, she was found naked in the tank. And um, what strikes me there is um, why would the killer take off the clothes? Obviously, you know, killers aren't known for their uh, celibacy. But um, yeah, why would he bother to take the clothes off? Uh, well, you know, to keep the clothes dry, probably. That's what a person who, who's willingly getting in a tank would do, wouldn't they? Yeah. This is where it gets kind of complicated because, she, yeah, she's, she's found in the water tank. And this yeah. kind of brings up different complications because not only did, how did she get out there, um, mm. in the sense that a lot of these doors have alarms. So a, a normal resident of a hotel or someone staying at a hotel, they're, they're the kind of general route you'd go. But... Uh, someone did point out the fire exits. They were they, they you could get to the water tanks from there. I see. But someone pointed out that in general you'd think that's the staff would know more about that than the resident. Mm. 
Um, unless, uh, unless obviously, this Elise Lamb didn't know about these fire exits and could tell that you could get there from there. So, then again, when you're on drugs, you'll try anything, won't you? Yeah, to explore and it's just, do stuff if, if you're in a like uh, one thing that interests me, if you're in some kind of like psycho- psychotic state, which some people have suggested you may have been, been in, mm-hmm. would you be able to do that? Would you be able to get through all these fire exits? That, <laughs> well, that, well, you, that you might not know about, you know. Surely that kind of would that that does make me suspicious. How she got out there on her own. I, well, I wouldn't. I wouldn't say she'd find it too hard. I mean, um, she'd made it up there at that point. I, I, obviously, <laughs> a bit of a slow pace, but she, uh, you know, t- t- touching all the buttons on the on the on the elevator. She's she's obviously. I don't know what's going on with her. We, we, we could do this forever, you know, yeah. uh, speculating what's wrong with her. But I don't think... Um, I think the scary thing about psychotic people is that they are still there. Like, they can operate normally yeah. on, 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 a, on a level of, uh, you know, just going through uh, fire doors and, and uh, using things. Uh, yeah. That's what makes them scary. Because if they were psychotic, but they... You know, they were just bumbling idiots by themselves, not doing anything. That, that would be a bit more yeah. easier to handle, I'd say. But I think she probably could have done it herself. She probably could have got up there. She'd been in the building for, what, maybe just not too long, but, yeah. you know, being a student, yeah. And, and be, being a student, you know, you probably you do want to get out and stretch your legs a bit, especially in your building. So Yeah. I, we, we, yeah, I do, I do think that I, I feel personally she would have had to known about the fire exit somehow. Yeah, because uh, they did. They did say that the fire exits weren't—you'd have to know where they all are and stuff like that. Yeah, definitely. I think that's what someone was saying. So I—I I don't know. I kind of feel you'd have to know that that, that was the way to go. You'd have to well, know sure that, that the the other doors had alarms or something like that. The other theory is that they did use the normal doors, um, but it was someone at the staff who knew about the doors, so he could right. make sure that the alarms wouldn't go off somehow. I'm sure the staff would have uh, pointed out the fire exits anyway, because yeah. you kind of have to do that, don't you? Yeah, you'd um, have, you have to... Obviously, you know where they are, but you'd have to know mm. that you could get to a water tank from there. Exactly, exactly. So, I don't I don't think there's any mis- any mystery in the fact that she did get out, that she could have got there by herself. But did she do it alone? That's the thing, you don't know. Uh, there, there's not cameras. Uh, there's probably not cameras on the actual floor itself, so whoever was there waiting for her would have had no problem staying undetected at that point. Yeah. I, I, I doubt there was... There might have been cameras on the stairs, but then again, this is a building for residents. It's not yeah. exactly high, high key or high manner, regardless of its black history, you know. Um, yeah. But I don't think it would be that hard for someone to slip in and out inconspicuously without being seen. And in fact, if the fire exit is one of those kind of, I know it's Los Angeles, but there are some that you could probably just <laughs> stack a couple of trash cans up and just enter that way, couldn't you? Really? Yeah. Obviously, there's all speculation. I don't know the truth myself. This is all speculation, yeah. people. Don't worry. But, yeah, I wouldn't think that the cameras would cover everything in a place like that. Well, there's another interesting point here that about one minute of footage was supposedly edited from the video. Oh. And that is, that's quite suspicious to some people. Hang on, this is news to me. Yeah, well, um, the police, uh, LAPD, who put the video out, edited Mm. at least one minute of the footage. And that's, uh, their excuse was that it was quite, grainy or something like that that it wasn't uh, very oh, useful that's... some people have suspected that either there was someone there or someone who is related to the mystery but cannot be shown or something like that for some reason that so not necessarily like, like it could be someone who knew her that mm. maybe knew something about the murder but can't be identified to the murder murderer so that uh, say, for example, if someone's fearing for their life, they can't be shown because they might, you know, go after them. If you get what yeah, I mean, it could be something like that. Maybe. But maybe, the yeah. other theory is that it, it's the person who did it and the police are trying to protect the person who did it. Maybe, especially with a high-profile case like this. But part of the power of the internet is being able to find a suspect very quickly yeah. um, especially with like anonymous and all these hackers you know they could probably see a face and you know someone's going to recognize it somewhere 
but that is just a bit too shady like oh it's grainy you know that's not a good enough reason if it's grainy you still leave it in because it's part of the video it's part of you don't see grainy footage taken out of other suspected videos do you I mean no it it's, just makes you wonder how much was it at the very end of the video or was it it's, it's not in been the specified where where it was edited that that's the frustrating thing is Cause you, I, I i couldn't tell it been edited from watching i couldn't tell i thought it, it, yeah if it's been edited well done i mean yeah <laughs> either not, nothing really did happen in the edit they took out or you know it's <laughs> i thought they were going to say something like oh um we, we kind of whitewashed this other character out, so it just looks like she's talking to herself. Yeah. But that is that is very strange. It's, it's while suspicious, it, you know, there could be a good explanation for it, I suppose. Mm. Yeah. Um, but um, it's led, this going on to kind of another three, it has led people to believe that she may have been assassinated and that, by um, this, this is getting um, Illuminati basically. <laughs> there's an Illuminati theory for everything, and there's even one for well, this. And I have to admit, it's not it's not as unbelievable as others I've read. There is mm-hmm. um, some uh, there could be some credibility to this. So basically, yeah, the, the reason why the person might not have been shown is because. They're a high profile related to the government who's basically assassinated her because apparently she had uh, posted on one of her social media sites an article by the Huffington Post or something like that about how the American government had or the one of the American kind of uh, military kind of things had ordered mm. or were looking into getting these inv- almost like invisibility cloaks. <laughs> but what they are is that um, it, basically it's how light reflects onto them. So at a certain, obviously not going to be completely invisible, but it's something you can put like around the middle of you or something like that, and you can become invisible if the light's shining on it in the right way, apparently. That's what Probably I think. Not. I'm, I'm not entirely sure on this. It wasn't explained kind of that well. But yeah, that's, that's quite that's quite a stretch, but also a very interesting yeah. stretch. Like, because um, we're getting closer to that sort of stuff. Yeah, now. I, 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 that could be that could be a, a real thing. I'm not entirely mm-hmm. sure. It's an article from Huffington Post, after all. Yeah, of um, course. <laughs> what gives a bit of credibility to, to this theory for some people is the fact that a building right next to the hotel uh, was called the Invisible Light Agency. <laughs> apparently this is about and oh. um and they would have been involved in the making of these invisibility cloaks apparently my goodness i mean this uh, i mean this could be completely true or it could be completely fake uh, you know we'll leave it up to the listeners to decide so basically yeah that that's kind of and so basically the idea is that some government kind of official ordered that she be assassinated because she knew too much about this whole invisibility cloak thing. It could be, yeah. I mean, it, it, in hindsight, it would make sense because only people of that high uh, caliber could make such a cover-up. Yeah. Uh, uh, you know, and then plus, like, Los Angeles, uh, going back to cults, it isn't, you know, it's known for its cult activity. Yeah. There are different sectors of different religions there, and some are like free love cults, but yeah. they range from those to, you know, the darker stuff where they have rituals. But, you know, it's a tinsel town. It's, it's um, Scientology, isn't it, from there? Scientology, yeah, there you go. Kind of uh, it's got a heavy Mormon presence. Yeah. Uh, uh, but although it's Scientology who would hound people. And it's in this day and age... There are people that probably find shit out. Uh, there's lots of shit out there. I guarantee you that we're not supposed to know. And it, she could have just been an innocent bystander who saw something. Yeah. And it was, yeah, whoops, that was a no-no. You never know. You never know. Yeah, I, I'm not sure if this is part of the theory I read, but um, I just thought that I could be getting this from the video I watched about this. But um, they, one reason to explain why she may have been on the roof was that she was trying to get to this invisible light agency because it is, it is. I think I've read it was literally like the building right next to it. So you could, Bloody you could hell. probably either see it or get onto it from from that roof of this hotel. Maybe 
And the, the one, one, I think, thing is that she may have been trying to hide in the water tank because she might have seen something or something that scared her. That is crazy. That is so crazy. So that's one possibility. My, my only problem with these kind of things is everyone shares these kind of articles. Mm. They don't kill everyone who shares these articles. They didn't even kill the person who wrote the article. Yeah. As far as I know. <laughs> um, oh, that's good. <laughs> so you kind of, you just, I, don't, I don't know, I'm a bit sceptical. I mean, how much, uh, well, how much would she really know about it I after all? I don't blame you. I really don't blame you. I mean, it's a lot It's a lot to accept, you know? Yeah. I mean, if, if all this stuff exists, then it could be perfectly credible theory, I suppose, in a way. Mm. But, I, I mean, in general, I'm a bit sceptical of this whole Illuminati stuff. It's kind of... It, well, it's, it can it's, be quite fanciful sometimes. Yeah, it's, 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 it's um, a pool for stories and, and yeah. creativity, you know? Uh, and I think to myself... I'm sure there are groups out there, and you know, if you are that powerful, you might let people find out yeah. about it just so they they know. Like, yeah, don't even bother trying to step on our toes, yeah. you know, because if if you have something that might be there, as as opposed to just knowing it's there, you know, it's yeah. a lot more creepy and unnerving and less likely to be, you know, yeah, opposed. I, I can understand the idea that governments do things that are secretive and mm. they probably have done things that are wrong and that they don't really yeah. want the public to know about. I mean, yeah, you exactly. find out uh, loads of times that the FBI or the CIA were investigating someone, mm. you know, illegally yeah. or something, something like that. You find out those kind of things years later on. So, you know, it's, it's not... I can understand why some people like to believe that kind of stuff. But in general, I'm, I'm not I'm not swayed by it too much. No, I mean, I, I I suppose there are kind of credible arguments out there against some mm. things. I just don't think this is really one of them. No, well, I, I think the whole uh, one of the reasons why these Illuminati things exist is because the mystery of things, because this is unsolved. Oh yeah, definitely. It, it gives them a way this, in. If, if this had a, an ending to it, it wouldn't yeah. be as captivating as it is. We just need to know things. That's our problem. Like, and we're never going to like the answer. It's always the chase and never the result. You know, once we know the result, then even <laughs> the only <laughs> the only thing that could actually make it worth the chase is if we found out there were dark gods involved and yeah. the cults actually had magic working for them. And if we find out it's CIA, it's just going to be, well, there you go. It's the CIA. Yeah. Well done. The Illuminati, you know. Yeah. It, I, it, my it, whole thing about Illuminati is, why are you so worried about it in a way? It's kind mm. of, there's not much you can do about it anyway, so. Exactly. I mean, uh, what, what, what do they stand for? Some people say they're Satan worshippers, and you think yeah. to yourself, Okay, we'll stay away if you need to. And then others say, well, they're controlling the media. And you think to yourself, well, if I decide to read a book instead, maybe life wouldn't be too bad. Yeah. Or, um, you know, I don't need to listen to this music. It's not affecting me personally. Like, yeah. they're not making a song that's secretly making me want to go out and join the army. Yeah. So I, I usually think to myself, well, there's always going to be those conspiracy theorists. Yeah. That's fine. And that's fine. Like, some people need to know the truth. And, and it's good to know the truth. Yeah. But... I take comfort in the fact that whatever the truth is, hopefully it's not affecting my day-to-day -day life. And those people that chase it, I'm sure it's not affecting their day-to-day -day life, but it's a truth yeah. thing. It's, it's fascinating and it's, it's, it's a fun thing to find out about. It, it, it scratches that yeah. curiosity that we have, you know. It, it, like, on a lesser note, Nessie. I mean, we kind of know Nessie yeah. doesn't exist, but we like the, the theory. Yeah. Of, At the end of the day, people like talk about how our freedoms are being entailed and something like that and it mm. is kind of ironic when it's kind of you know well, <laughs> white people it, making yeah. up most of these theories when you think we get we're relatively free i mean yeah. yeah we have things that are annoying and kind of a bit you know get on our nerves but we're relatively <laughs> free you know we to are do relatively what we want. free i mean they talk about getting controlled and, and oppressed you know it, it reminds me of when um when you see someone black or someone of a different colour say something to a white person and it's on YouTube, like, say something derogatory. Yeah. And then all these commenters or people will say, see, see, it, 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 they're rising up against us now. Uh, <laughs> yeah. and, and it's like, now we're even. <laughs> For 200 yeah. years, we're even now. And you think, oh, my God. You know, it's, it's such paranoia of uh, yeah. a country, uh, a world at this point. And, um 
they need to feel this conflict and, and, and uh, oh, I'm getting too deep now, but I'll get back to my point. It's just, yeah, Illuminati is not going to affect you. Um, they're not infringing. I don't, I don't think they're infringing their power unless they, oh yeah, um, after all this corruption and scandal, my paycheck's gone down five pence or something like yeah. that. But, yeah. But although there's one thing I don't agree with that's happening in America at the moment, and that's that uh, there's a Texas minister who's an education minister. He's replacing all the uh, evolution books with creationist books. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> yeah, and they're going to... Apparently, it's already passed, and they're trying it out there. And it's it's just... It's fundamentally forcing this belief on kids while they're still developing. Yeah. And it's not it's not a factual, thi- a factual thing. It's just... It's selfish, if anything. Yeah. You know? That's the real scare I think people should have to focus on yeah it does make me laugh why people say oh but evolution's taught in schools why can't creationism be taught in school well evolution (laughs) is an actual theory (laughs) creationism isn't a theory in any kind of idea of what a theory is it's just it's a well written and shared opinion (laughs) yeah (laughs) I mean there's there's I mean even the more kind of slightly intellectual kind of creationist arguments Mm. um they're still pretty. They're, they're still pretty sketchy, to be yeah. honest. And there are intellectual creationists that point that out. There are professors that believe in, uh, yeah, have their faith and stuff. You know, it's not. It's not an uncommon it, thing. The thing about but, creationism, the, a lot of like the kind of intellectual. It, it's it's not necessarily the kind of the the story of the Bible where you know God mm. created two animals or whatever. <laughs> no. it, it's more a sense of that there's a kind of designer of the world. Yeah, and I, but I've always thought it's kind of like a... Evolution is a hard theory to get around uh, for yeah. some people. Um, and to go all that way back, some people just prefer the whole thing of, you know what, fuck it. We just came into being out of nothing. And, yeah, essay solved. Uh, it's, it's, <laughs> there's a lot... That, that I feel like it's just... It's, it, again, it's us wanting to know how everything works and where these mysteries are, uh, the answers to them. And obviously we'll invent these answers that make no sense yeah. except just except for the, the fact that it's, it's um, uh, what do you call it, convenient. Yeah. You know, it's nice, short, convenient, answered, let's write, uh, you know, we can complete this section, move on. They can't, yeah. you know, some things we just aren't going to know. I, think, and, I uh, think the problem with conspiracy theories is you can't, you can't prove that they're not true. Mm as much as you can't prove they are true. That's what's the most frustrating thing about them, I think, is you you kind of, in your mind, you're saying, oh, that's rubbish, but you still can't really produce the conclusive evidence to say they're not true sometimes. Exactly. And that's kind of... That's frustrating. Because that gives them a a feeling of credibility as well. (laughs) But but then it's just a matter of... uh, the argument isn't going on because you both have points that you're putting across, yeah. but because you both have a lack of points that you're pointing out. Yeah. And, uh, and it's just, well, then there's no argument in the end. Uh, but yeah, yeah, something like uh, just now, like maybe we're not just, we're just supposed to not know those things. Yeah. Things like Elisa Lamb though, are things that we probably should know. Um, yeah. I mean, cause it, it's kind of like, you know, her body was in the water. It's affected people's lives. And it's just the fact that it happened. It seemed to have happened just, out there in daylight is, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's, well, it's creepy. Yeah, I mean, she was murdered. We, you know, you kind of like to feel that, well, well, the death is suspicious. Let's just say mm-hmm. that. You know, we, we, it's kind of, it's, you know, it'd be interesting, well, not just interesting to know, but you kind of, you, you, it's always good to know mm-hmm. when someone's died suspiciously, suspiciously, oh, yeah. how they actually died. Um, yeah. But we were talking about the Bible, uh, weren't we, or kind of creationism. So we can yes. link this into the... I, I told you earlier I had something uh, that I researched <laughs> something about the, uh, related to the Bible with this. Yes, and yes, I wanted to hear this. This is an idea that she... The, the numbers she was typing in are verses from the Bible, particularly the oh. book of John. And this is an right. interesting theory that it's to do with Alistair Crowley, believe it or not. Holy you know shit. Yes, I have. Um, he was obviously this famous occultist, and it's this belief that uh, he may have been possessing her body at the, this time, and that she was typing in these numbers, which are these yeah. verses code, and that uh, I mean, where, 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 what, 
the point of it was, where it was going to take her or anything, uh, whether it's um, this Crowley communicating through her, where it was going, I don't know. It's just one that theory that's put out there that I, I kind of I find interesting. Obviously, I, don't I find that it. very interesting. It's one of the I, I I don't believe it, but I find that still find it quite yeah. Yeah. Crowley, as you know, the Beast is one of the creepiest. Uh, Englishman, actually, that's yeah. ever lived. Well, he, he's involved in rituals in the desert. Yeah. Uh, he had a cult. He lived in Spain for a few years where they just had sex orgies all the time and involving quite, animals yeah, as well. And dangerous person. And also, what almost more dangerous is the amount of idiots that believed in people like yes. people like David Bowie and Jimmy Page. You think, yeah. Christ, even those idiots kind of can fall for well, them. He's kind of like a more successful Charlie Manson, really. Yeah. Although, although the success could be that Charles Manson is alive. And, yeah. You know, but um, this, this, he, he, he inspired people. But you know, obviously, inspiration can take many forms. It doesn't mean these people that look on this person and take something from them doesn't mean they they're going to like him or they're going to go yeah. out and kill people. But uh, I suppose um, that is a point. But still, they kind of gave him credibility to a lot. They of did. People. He's he's quite. That's, that's the problem. It, it, it supports the idea that if you do something really nasty and horrible, you will become famous for it and maybe even glorified. Yeah. Uh, there's a really creepy actual uh, story linking back with Loch Ness. I don't know if I told you, but there was an old house where Crowley took up residence for about uh, six months. Oh, yeah. And he was actually surviving on bread and water because he was part of some sort of Satanist sect uh, of spirit and magic. And he was invoking a ritual where he calls in all these demons into yeah. his house. Uh, and it's a, a ritual that takes about eight months or so, or a year, to a year to complete. Um, halfway through, the, uh, it's a very, apparently it's a very dangerous ritual. You're basically invoking these demons, these high demons, to come into yeah. the house, into our reality. And then you have to finish it. Or, or else it's a tainted area. And apparently, he got bored halfway through it, <laughs> uh, I think about six months, and then went off to do another thing. He didn't finish the ritual. Yeah. Uh, so everyone that's ever owned the house uh, also, funnily enough, talks about how they can't stay there for more than, say, a couple of months because they always hear weird scratchings at the door at yeah. night. Just things touching them. and Which you think to yourself, well, that's not too bad for demons, you know. But one person did fall down and uh, suffer a terrible head injury I yeah. think, from something he can't explain it's a, it's a creepy thing to think about an abandoned shack oh no it is owned by someone but it's basically an abandoned yeah. shack near the edge of Loch Ness so it's yeah there you I go I think you remember watching because I thought I've watched a few videos about Crowley on YouTube I think you remember have, hearing about that in one yes, of the documentaries yes. I, there was a man who actually went and stayed there the night and he said he couldn't stay another day because of what he heard at night yeah and it makes you it makes you wonder of all this credibility obviously these guys they were interviewing were uh, into their own sort of magic yeah. but, um, so you always think well you're you're if you really want to believe in something you're gonna hear shit you know if you, it's like if you're yeah. looking at something in the dark you'll see shapes moving because it's it's something yeah. you, you're making for yourself you know also it is um, scotland it's windy up there you're gonna hear noise yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <You are. laughs> i just want to get a stamp saying debunked and yeah. just stamp on this file but yeah i mean it's that whole thing of you what you can't explain you mm. always you start well, to go for the you just go for the oddest theory sometimes exactly. because it and, to um, you explains it but Exactly. And what I like to think is, because this happened very early on, um, I like to think that one of the monsters he summoned, well, I don't know, fell into the water, and uh, that's Nessie. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good theory. <laughs> that is a lovely theory, yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, getting back to this uh, thing from the verses from the Bible, though, my only yeah. problem with this is, these people are getting it from the numbers they think they're typing in. But there's, you can't see for sure the numbers that that she was typing mm. in. Yeah, it's very blurry. It's, um, I, I'm a bit, a bit sceptical about that. Yeah, you know, maybe if you've seen the numbers on the elevator in the actual hotel, yeah. maybe you might, kind of, might be a bit of credibility there. But I, I, I you know, mm. I'm just, in, in general, because there, there's another, um, there's another fear about, um, have you heard of the elevator ritual? Is it, if you press a certain number of floors, uh, the door will open up to, uh, a secret level. Well, it uh, how is it explained in this thing? It's it's very similar, but basically, I think that's that's what I... happens in the end. But it's it's quite a long thing. Uh, at first, 
Well, it was, I suppose it depends on the flaws in the hotel, I think, really. Mm. But in this one, uh, it was said that um, you take the elevator to level nine, right. you get out. If uh, I've got to remember it now because it is quite complicated. Basically, what I, from what I remember is you get out at level nine if there's mm. someone there. If there's a little girl there or something like that, you get out. Um, if there's not, you stay in there, but you... Um, I don't know what it is. Someone on do, you, do you, mean, you stop do you at level you... nine. Someone gets in. Some a young woman gets in, but right. you can't look at her. You can't talk to her, and then you have to press level one. But right. if you if you end up on level ten, there's a possibility that you're in this time portal. So you get out with this woman, but you still can't talk to her or look look at her. Right. And so eventually, uh, she will ask you where are you going or something like that. And at some point, you end up in the time portal. That that last bit's a bit sketchy, even from what the video I was watching. It wasn't like fully explained how you end up in this time portal. Mm. So, but basically, there's this idea that she was playing this game called the Elevator Ritual that she might have believed was taking her to a different time portal, which she could have been playing under the influence of some psychotic thing, or it could have just been that's what she was trying to do. I mean, she, she was, um, as you said, bipolar. Yeah. And, uh, you know, when you're in coma, because she, um, she did post that at times that she thought life wasn't worth living and stuff like that, and that um, it was a real struggle for her. And at times, when I suppose, when you're in that kind of mind state, you can want to do anything to escape. And so mm, you can be true. slightly kind of, you know, set, um, what's the word, uh, susceptible to this? No, not susceptible. Yeah, susceptible. That's the word, yeah. Um, yeah. So, I mean, that, that's one possibility. I think, I think that's a bit, it's a bit odd. It's going a bit towards the kind of conspiracy theory thing again. Well, I can dig that, the whole susceptibility mm. thing, because like we said before, if you really want to believe something, you can make it real within a, you know, within a certain amount of logic. yeah. But this, uh, that's a, I really like that theory. And even though I know it's, it can't be true, it's such a cool yeah. thing to think about. Like, there is a secret. And it would so fit in with the whole aura of the hotel itself, yeah. you know, the, the strange happenings. Because um, I, th- I remember Silent Hill did something like this in one of their games where they, um, obviously, you enter the other world. And then what was floor B1 is like now floor. Uh, B42 or something like that. It's just something incredibly creepy about stuff like yeah. that. Yeah, it's really... Uh, elevators can be a quite a, a really good way to tell a story. But, um, unfortunately, we, we found her yeah. body, so she's not in any time for... It has been um, slightly, yeah. um, kind of... Yeah. <laughs> After seeing the grudge... That's made me feel how... slightly, um, wary of getting an elevator again. <laughs> yeah. Like, the way, like, yeah. especially Japanese horror, where they, uh, they take oh, yeah. modern invention and, and and make it into something creepy, you know. Yeah, they're, they're cool. I've, I've seen a few Japanese horror films in there. <laughs> oh. I know. Yeah, well, what was I going to say about this one, though? The, the only... Um, it doesn't explain really how she ended up in the water tank, though, that whole... Uh, that doesn't, no. That's still like the second part of the yeah. mystery. Still so convoluted. Like, why were the clothes off? Where are the clothes? Where, what was she doing yeah. in there? There like, is an interesting thing about. There was. Um, Did she? The, the there was a rape uh, test he, done to, yeah. to test whether she'd been raped, but the results were suspiciously never actually released. Really? No. It's been said that she wasn't raped, but the results were never actually released. Hmm. That is shady. That's what I like, read. first the editing and now the, the, the withholding of holding of information. Yeah. That is too, just shady. As well. Maybe it could for be. the parents' sake. Someone, know, yeah, it could be the parents' sake or it could be someone quite powerful raped her. It could be. And could be. someone that, you know, there's enough money that it doesn't get out, I suppose. You can confirm if it, if it was raped, if she was raped, and also you could probably get some sort of DNA sample as well, couldn't you? I yeah. Mean, you could also get a sense of the, what might have been the way she was acting if she was being, you know, followed or something like that, or if yeah. this guy was preying on her or something like that. You could... Yeah. I, that could be an explanation of why she was acting the way she did. Yeah. Bloody hell. It's, re- it's something that can go really dark. Yeah. Um, if you think about it hard enough. But it's just something that we can't answer until 
and, and I think the more unable you are to answer something, the more it probably is a cover-up yeah. sometimes, and you just don't know. You just don't know. Yeah, I think with these kind of things, it's it's more interesting to discuss the theories. Because, mm. I, I mean, I can't really put my finger on a particular one that, that really... Because the, the problem is there's things that kind of explain the first bit, but wouldn't necessarily yeah. explain the second bit to me. Should we go with the Crowley thing? You, you, you want to believe that one? <laughs> Yeah, why not? Yeah. <laughs> uh, but it's, it's just as justifiable as any other one we have anyway. Um, so, yeah, Alexander Crowley, debunked and solved. Yeah. Apparently he's uh, still muttling his mumbo-jumbo from beyond the grave, although he, apparently he got quite placid in his final years, didn't he? He had a, he had a grandson or something, really? or a son, and he, um, he started to regret everything he'd done up until that point. Um, I don't remember that said. bit. Uh, I thought he was still no. odd. Towards the end, oh, he was probably still on. I mean, yeah. you know, he probably probably had a, a just all all white chess set, you know, with no <laughs> black pieces. He's one of those kind of guys. Yeah. But no, he, apparently he did. There were some accounts of him regretting his choices up to that point, and with this kid that he'd raised, he tried to put because he was quite an old. He was quite old for the uh, being a father as yeah. well. Um, so he tried to make these last you know, years of his uh, redeemable to his life. But, you know, obviously he's, uh, he's fucked up so many other people at yeah. that point. So It's not what Because he, found a, he found a wife. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Fucked up a piece of Scotland, uh, created the Loch Ness Monster, uh, went into the desert, summoned some demons, uh, had a, left his gay lover out there. Uh, I fucked up about two wives who I think he, he mentally tortured. Yeah. Then let's, not, let's not even get into the whole Spanish villa thing. But, um, <laughs> yeah, other than that, hey, well done. Well, right, you good guy. White. Yeah. Yeah, it's lovely guy. <laughs> <laughs> well, anyway, that was Eliza Lamb. Uh, anything else you want to say about it, Hermit? I don't think so. This is the part of the show where about half an hour later I wanted to say something and I'll kick myself. Yeah. But, but I think we, uh, we pretty much covered everything we need to about her yeah. anyway. I mean, the only thing I forgot to mention was she, she lost her phone shortly before. Oh. Or it was stolen, possibly. Who knows? That's another thing. But it, it, the only reason that I was going to mention that is it may have panicked her, may have mm. caused her that, to go into a kind of... Because she was quite attached to it, from what I believe, because of the whole social media thing. I see. So it could have induced some kind of... You know, it would be having bipolar as well. It's possible. Mm. Um, I might be misunderstanding what bipolar is like, but yeah. it could have, you know... Well, just in case any CIA directives or, you know, Illuminati uh, eyes wide shut kind of style men are listening, that's all the information we have, I'm afraid, yeah. because uh, there's no reason to go assassinating us. We don't know too much, so... Yeah. Uh, yeah. Leave our little lives alone, and uh, we'll uh, yeah. we'll keep watching those Rihanna music videos. Yeah. Thank you very much. As, as I said, <laughs> I know nothing about the invisibility cloaks. I don't know whether they <laughs> exist or not. I just you know, it's the same. I read. <laughs> as you just see in the corner, there's nothing, but you just hear a shh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, so uh, shall we end it there? Yep. Brilliant. Okay. We we've been uh, Matt and Chris. Hello, 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 and. Uh, it was very nice to have you guys on the show. Yeah. Ta-ta. And good riddance. Ta-ta for now. <laughs> <laughs>